This week kicked off my new way of delivering yoga classes to my students. I've gone off of Facebook Live and into Zoom rooms only, and I'm teaching five classes a week instead of two. The biggest change is asking a monthly or six or 12 week commitment from students rather than drop in. The result of this as a teacher, and I believe for my students, is immediately a better container for transformation, and I'm so excited. We already experienced a heartfelt sense of community through shared struggle and a willingness to stick it out when things get uncomfortable. Perhaps I should have called the class Tears on the Yoga Mat. Welcome to Ready, Get Centered, Go. I'm Jess Goulding. So whether or not you realize this, I'm here to tell you that yoga isn't comfortable. Yeah, I know you probably knew that, but just think about it. We put our bodies in stress positions and hold them. And then we watch our minds go crazy. We hear and feel our bodies creak and protest against what we're asking them to do. It can be very hard to sit still and it can be hard to breathe in a certain way. When you first get started, the words are new, the language is strange. And with our fast paced life, going slow can be torture. This last aspect is what brought several of us to tears today. If you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know how much I love to talk about yoga as a path of transformation, of alchemizing those things within us that are a struggle into things of beauty and new understanding. I know that this time of COVID has not been a slowing down for everyone. Our essential workers, healthcare professionals, and teachers likely did not experience life grinding to a halt for weeks or months this year. But to a great many of us, the merry-go-round of life slowed down to a trickle, and underneath the stagnation was a sense of anxiety about the future. And that still remains today. Now, for more and more of us, the pace of life is picking up again. But that underneath sense of worry remains. And as we continue to add layer upon layer of quote, normalcy, we will have more and more ways to ignore those sensations and emotions. Here's the thing. They still need addressing, digesting, and releasing. I recently picked up Sarah Power's book, Insight Yoga, and have been practicing some yin yoga for the first time. She does a great job encouraging us to create the pose, then sit with the uncomfortable sensations to let our tissues relax into the form as we show them they are safe to let go. After just a few weeks of doing some of her sequences, I notice I am more able to stay with something frustrating without anger. I'm talking to you, computer technology, right? My, my tolerance for discomfort and physical postures has already led to greater resilience in my emotions. It's given me even more space between stimulus and response which is the end goal for householder yogis and yoginis. This is what has come from stillness. For my therapeutic yoga class, I'm using the book Start Where You Are by Pema Chodron as a jumping off point for our group intentions and meditations. Because it's a yoga class, we infuse the teachings with our movement. And I just have to share with you what came of it. Tears. Those pieces of life that are hard but get glossed over in our haste came rising to the surface. Wives with sick husbands, 
millennials battling loneliness, and mothers pushed to the brink felt their very real emotions emerge, and they stayed with them. They taught their nervous system and mind to be open to acknowledging fear, and sadness is not weakness. There was a sweet humility to our chat after the class. We were in awe by what simple, slow movement with breath can do. And because we let these emotions emerge and be seen, even just in our own individual mats, our own secure space, we felt better. And we were not alone. Neither, my friend, are you. So for our centering today, I'm going to read to you what I read to the class, and I'll link to the books I've mentioned in the show notes. So in Start Where You Are, Pema Chodron says, the way to do this meditation is to sit upright with legs crossed and eyes open, hands resting on your thighs. So if you're multitasking, you can kind of just tune into what I'm saying. Even if you're not going to stop and sit, I invite you to just kind of really tune in and, and follow along here. It requires precision to be right there with the breath. But on the other hand, it's extremely relaxed and extremely soft, saying, be right there with the breath as it goes out. It's the same thing as saying, be fully present. Be right here with whatever is going on. Being aware of the breath as it goes out, we may also be aware of other things going on, sounds on the street, the light on the walls. These things may capture our attention slightly, but they don't need to draw us off. We can continue to sit right here, aware of the breath going out. The touch on the breath is light. Only about 25% of the awareness is on the breath. You're not grasping or fixating on it. You're opening, letting the breath mix with the space of the room, letting your breath just go out into space. Then there's something like a pause, a gap until the next breath goes out again. While you're breathing in, there could be some sense of just opening and waiting. It's like pushing a doorbell and waiting for someone to answer. Then you push the doorbell again and wait for someone to answer. So here, be right there with the breath as it goes out. Let your eyes move around your room slowly, wherever you are. But keep your awareness on your breath as it goes out. Notice how that changes your relationship to the room you're in, the workings of your mind. Notice your breath as it goes out. The key to these practices is not to chastise your mind when it goes to the breath and then goes somewhere else. Every exhale is just a new opportunity to bring your mind back to the breath. So bathe your practice, wash over it with self-compassion. 
It's okay if you just keep coming back to the breath as it goes out. Use this anytime. And let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear. And if you're enjoying this podcast, do me a quick favor and subscribe and maybe even write a review. My intention is to get these mindfulness practices and yogic teachings out there in the world to all who need them. And when you subscribe and review, it helps us do just that. Also, if you haven't visited my new website yet, go check out justgoulding.com. You'll find podcast bundles there for chakras, for locks and keys, to the kleshas, which are the obstacles to perception. So this means you don't have to go hunting around for the topics that you love. Plus, each bundle has a beautiful PDF resource sheet, a free downloadable sheet to help you remember what you've learned. You can tape it to your mirror or glue one in your journal or post it anywhere you like to keep things that inspire you and help you grow. These are simply reminders because as Pema says in the first line of her book, you already have everything you need to become fully awake. And now be with your breath as it goes out. So until next time, this is Jess, keeping you centered. Namaste. Thank you.